Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hello, everybody, and I am so excited today to have a guest that is very special and very near and dear to my heart. Her name is Jeannie Spiro, and she is my business coach and has been my business coach for three years. And geez, I'm almost feeling like I'm starting to get emotional because you know, when you meet somebody and, you know, this was a professional meeting, it was a professional business. And I still remember now I'm going to laugh. I said to Mary Beth, I don't think Jeannie likes me, (laughs) which is a girlfriend of mine. And she says, why do you think that? And I said, I don't know, probably because of what I do, which was totally not the truth. And she's a business coach. And so when I um, went to her live event, um, it was so exciting to meet her. I, I didn't know of her. I didn't know what she did, but I can tell you one thing that I knew. There was a girlfriend of mine and she could um, just have a conversation with you. And pretty soon you found yourself saying, I really want to talk to you more about your business. And I thought that's the type of behavior, demeanor that I want to have with my clients, especially because of what I do. So Jeannie's my business coach. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more um, about what she does. And then we're going to have a wonderful interview today. Here we go. (laughs) Candy, I'm so happy to be here. I am grateful to be asked and to be with all of your listeners So yes, I am a business coach and I am your business coach, but we have so many more layers than me being your business coach, which I know we'll get into in a moment. And I, when you first met me, I was really more working with women who were in the emerging stage of business, but that's evolved over time. And I specialize in working with women who've reached a certain stage of their business and are looking for the next evolution. So it can come in a variety of ways as a transformation or as a time of realizing their passion needs to be reignited or their profits need to be kicked into another gear. So yeah, I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Thank you. So you know how we always talk about our avatar, our, our ideal client. So I'm still, even with her reformatting some language in her business, I still fit. (laughs) So uh, that's a really good business point to look at, I think. Um, But first, I want to talk a little bit about the timeline, the journey of Jeannie and I. So um, I just want to ask you that question, Jeannie, from your perspective, because in a previous podcast, I said that I would be bringing my business coach, Jeannie Spiro, on because I felt like we had such a cool meeting. And um, so here she is now, and I'd like to uh, get your perception about what happened Okay, so I, I, this is one of my favorite meetings, and it was very pivotal, pivotal at that time. And I was having my live event, and it was the first time that I had an event that I really didn't know most of the people that were going to be coming to my event because I had asked other speakers who were my clients to invite other guests. And you were invited, and Mary Beth, you were invited by a client, Nicole at the time, who was a client of mine. And she invited you. And I remember we'd had a conversation. I believe you actually had called me. And I thought that was really unique. Uh, First and foremost, that you'd called me before you came to the event. I thought, well, that's nice. And I don't know who you are, but I can't wait to meet you at the event. And I remember you being at the event and it was one of my larger events, the, the first time that I had one. So again, I didn't know a lot of the people there. And the way my event was set up was it was all content the whole first day. And that evening we were having a cocktail party 
I hadn't talked anything about what I was doing or what I might be offering as far as a coaching program. And my favorite thing, although I, I saw you, I knew you were there. I think we briefly might've met each other during the day, but that evening at the cocktail party, I was in a space of, wow, I had my first day and I was excited to meet everybody. I was not even thinking about selling anything or offering anything. And you came up to me and you said, whatever it is that you're offering, I'm in. I want to be the first person to sign up. And I thought, what? Really? What are we talking about here? So you sort of blew my mind in that first meeting because I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, whatever I'm doing is really working. And who is this woman I really need to be paying attention to? And do you remember, I think I said to you, well, I'll be talking more about that tomorrow. And you said, no, I want to be the first person to sign up. And I'm like, but you don't even know what I'm selling. You don't even know what I'm offering. It was only one day. So I thought, wow, how does she know? Like, this is the part that I didn't know is that you on your side intuitively knew. But we had that instant connection. And I was like, well, of course, because there's something about us. Like I even have shivers as I'm talking about this. There's something about our connection that sparked in that moment that would be explored the next day and then beyond. So yeah, that's my, pers my um, perspective or, or, or what happened or remembrance of what happened. Am, well, I, on am I on target? Yeah, yeah you're, you're very much on target. And I didn't expect this to happen in the interview, but in this moment, business is unfolding. Mm -hmm. For instance, you know, Jeannie's talking about she didn't even know who was going to show up, but here's my side of the story. So I, um, I had just had cancer. I had just got done with a, a whole year and a half of treatment, and I decided to quit my position at Millersville. And um, my husband also wasn't in my life. So I didn't have a job. I didn't have a career. And Millersville, I would have got $50 a month <laughs> from, you know, which, because I didn't want to touch my, my retirement. So I needed to figure out what I was going to do for money, number one. And I was evaluating my gifts in life. And I really loved the Akashic Records. And I didn't know what I was going to do with that. But I knew I needed to step up differently. You know, the old saying, you can't get to where you want to go from where you're at. Mm -hmm. So I thought I can't do things the same anymore. And after having a little bout with cancer, I was like, yeah, mm, no, thank you. Not more of that. So I was sitting there in the audience. I had just gotten done learning to professionally speak. So I went to this event and I spent four or five days with these really high performing businessmen and just a couple women. And I had nothing to sell. I had nothing to talk about. So I made up my business there, pretend. And in this moment, Jeannie, I'm realizing that that pretend actually became my business, even to some of the pricing. And I remember the prompter who was very engineer mind, awesome guy, very, very well known. He said to me something about, you know, this business. And I said, this is a $6.5 billion business, like intuition. And it caught everybody, all the men that were super, I mean, when I'm talking high performing, like million, million dollar businesses. And then there's me unemployed $50 a month that wants to do a spiritual business. So going back to the moment that we met, why I knew I was going to sign up with her. Number one was my intuition. My guides literally said, I mean, like in my ear, very loudly, this is your coach and you're going to be with her a minimum of three years. So they said, don't even think about changing, looking anywhere else uh, after this, be focused and stay with her. She's going to get you there. So I lean over to Mary Beth who Mary Beth and I didn't know each other. We came in from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We knew Nicole, who was the person I just said, was very smooth with her business trans transactions and, and just as an awesome person. So I lean over to Mary Beth, who I didn't know, and we drove seven hours. So now we really knew each other. 
<laughs> and she, I said, I think I'm going to sign up for Jeannie's program. And she goes, well, I know, but she didn't offer anything. And I said, I know. And then she said, the weird thing is somewhere inside, I feel like I'm going to sign up too. And I said, but you're already working somewhere. And I, she said, I know. <laughs> So she didn't need a business and I did need a business and both of us were going to sign up. The other thing that Jeannie did in her brilliance, which I absolutely think she is probably one of the best business coaches out there. If you want to get there, she'll get you there. And if you're willing to do some work and be focused, she'll get you there. But the other thing that she did is she created the million dollar workbook. So at this live event, the thing that she didn't know is I looked through that whole workbook and I said, hell yes, this is exactly what I was praying for. So how many of us that are listening out there are, have a skill set right now that you might be afraid to step in something like my woo. So, and then there's a person like Jeannie out there that's going to be able to help get you there. But somebody is praying for you and your skill set to show up. So with that being said, that's how I, um, I made a decision. I was going to tell Jeannie, I, I need to sign up and I want to be the first one. And I guess that sounds very significant, but I was so excited to know that I was going to be able to get my gift into the world. I knew it from the top and the bottom and both sides of my heart. Candy, I have to tell you, I remember two other things that happened. Yes, you were the first person that did sign up to work with me in my program that year. And the other thing was, you said to me, and I'll never forget this, you said, I know exactly what I'm going to do in my work to be able to make sure that I'm taking care of this investment to work with you. And it was so definitive. You, you had mapped it out. It was so clear. And I thought, this is so interesting. The, the thing that was funny to me was I didn't know necessarily about your work at that point, but I knew that I could guide you and you knew that you had a vision. So for me, it wasn't, you know, when we agreed to, to go into the next step of working together, it was like, I knew confidently that I could help you. And you knew confidently within your, yourself that you had a vision, but you didn't know how to bring it together and get it out there. So it was this blending of forces. Like I have my skills, you had your skills, and it was like magic could be created to, to take you where you wanted to. So it was really cool. I still remember that, that you knew what you wanted and it, you were so confident. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing of it is though, when I walked into that room, that was one day with Jeannie. Yeah. I knew, I knew nothing. I didn't know what I was going to offer. I didn't know how I was going to offer it. That was one day. So you can see this, this is really powerful. This podcast for me is so powerful for business entrepreneurs that are out there that are sitting with some brilliant idea that seems really difficult to pull off. But then when they can see that somebody on the other side, a coach can pull it apart in a way that number one, they get it. That was important. Her teaching style is formatted in a way that I can get it. And she gives me enough time somehow to plate it properly. And so that's a marriage made in heaven for a creative business entrepreneur, knowing that somebody's going to get you there. And the second thing is something Jeannie just said right now is like, talk about shivers and chills. She said, I was confident. I didn't know what I was going to offer her. I, I didn't know what I was going to offer anybody, but I wasn't confident until I saw what I was supposed to see through her holding my hand. Okay. Do you see how, like, we, we always talk, Jeannie and I continually talk about how we're parallel. And yes. this very moment, I just saw another moment of parallel. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, we've been doing this for years, this sort of weaving back and forth between um, that first meeting of, 
And, and I do want to talk about the, the woo part of this because I think that's important, <laughs> but it didn't happen initially. I was just confident in what I could do with you to support your business, but I wasn't awakened at that point. I mean, I was barely, I, I don't, I, I mean, now I recognize chills and other pieces, but I, not then, but you were so confident in, in what you could see for your vision for yourself, which comes from a different place. Then for me, it was so concrete and almost factual that it was like, it was like this masculine and feminine blending that worked so beautifully together to support your business growth, which is really pretty cool. I feel like in this moment, honestly, we're that infinity sign because mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing the transition of my business right now and I'm seeing the transition of her business. And it seems like it's almost like we grow each other with a figure eight. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really believing that in my heart. There's one more thing that Jeannie had just said a few moments ago before the woo thing, <laughs> when she said, um, I had made a decision on something that I was going to offer. Um, that's my current pivot to profit. Now it took me a few years to get that up and running because I didn't know like the statistics and the analytics that if you don't have a, a list to invite anybody into a group program, you can't really have a group program. So that did take a while, but that program, the, the nuts and bolts of it was created at that event in Pivot to Profit. I love it. I, I didn't know the name of it. I don't think you knew the name of it. You had the vision for it though. I called it Evolve back then, which mm -hmm. is actually one of my higher end programs. Yeah. So yeah. it's funny, the name I have for my highest end program was created at the very first event. And then, so do you see how that there's a really beautiful blend here? Yeah. Um, this is like a Jerry Maguire moment for us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Finding the Quan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so back to our first meeting, um, one of the things I was... I, I really believed in Jeannie and I still had some fears about introducing introdu intuition into the world. So one of the questions I asked Jeannie is I also didn't want it to feel like a conflict of interest in like, you know, some people think things like the Akashic records, um, there's some sort of a religious connotation, which is furthest thing from the truth. It's like saying, um, the blood in your veins isn't, it's part of you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I asked her, I wanted to make sure she was on board with me. So I said something like, how do you feel about us working together or something like that? And do you remember that? Yeah. What did I say? I don't remember. I don't um, think I had any problem. Did I? Um, well, you said, um, Oh yeah. I was not really woo, which was, <laughs> yeah, something I like was that. like half. It, yeah. Uh, so that was a piece of it, except I think the big part for me was, this goes back to what we were just saying. I was so confident in me being so corporate and so structured that I knew I could help you, but I don't think I think other than you, I might've only worked with one other person who is in the spiritual space. So it was, I wasn't a full, I wasn't even a woo. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> right. Like I was like, are you good with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually I think my fear was, can I being somebody who's not really in a weekend business, like awakened in my business, would you want to work with me? Because I wasn't completely on the same parallel with where you were at that point. But I felt confident that I could structurally get you there, but I wasn't sure if that you would actually be connected to me further because I didn't really understand spiritual awakening either because I hadn't been there yet. <laughs> so, I remember when I asked Jeannie this question, you know, like, are you on board with this? Are you okay with this? Mm -hmm. She said, well, Candy, um, I'm only half a woo. Mm -hmm. And that was quote unquote. And so mm -hmm. 
that statement and where, you know, anyways, mm -hmm. it just, it gave me a thought for my new book. So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and I actually want to say something about that. I didn't really, like, I had heard that before where some people were like, I'm not even woo. Like I'm not even there. And I thought of myself and I don't even know if I was actually half a woo at that point. You know what I mean? Like I might've been saying, I think I'm half a woo, you know? But it was also because I didn't know what that really meant at that point. Yeah. yeah. Boy, have I come far. We'll get there. We'll get there in the story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, that's, that's great. So I didn't, I made actual questions to keep us on point if, if we are on point, but I love where we're going. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, yes. I asked that question. Okay. So let's talk about the pink elephant in the room sometimes mm -hmm. is called intuition. So did you start to see things differently in your own business after you start working with me? Because you really had to pull things apart. Uh, like I was hoping that you would. Yeah. Well, so a couple of things happened I, and I'll, and I hope this is okay. If I share this, I remember you wanted me to have a reading because you wanted me to understand, really understand. And I, it was a hard reading for me. I wasn't sure what to do with the information. I was like, whoa, what, what, what is this all about? But it was actually really good because it gave me such an idea. Like it wasn't about you and what you were doing and your business. It was more about, oh, I'm not even sure if I was awakened enough to receive the information, but it brought me, like, it was like the taste that I needed to have more and more and more. And so what happened was, yes, you, you were working with me for me to mentor you. I knew what we could do with the work that you had. Then I had this slice of working with you. And I was like, wait a second, what does this mean to me? It didn't do anything to how I knew I could support you, but it was this internal shift within me that made me start to really understand the power of what you could do and how you could impact other people by sort of the, the insight and the awakening opportunities that you provided. And so it was a pivotal moment for me because then I realized what more I could be doing to support you with your business growth. So that really helped me when I look back on it at that point, I was still so trapped in that sort of my corporate space and my corporate mindset and my corporate body and being that I was like, wait a minute, what does this mean? Why are you in my path? Why are we doing this? What if we're going deeper and deeper and deeper. Your work is so cool. Like it, I was just, I felt like I'd opened up um, a book and I couldn't stop reading it when I was started working with you to develop your business. It was like, oh, I want to read the book 12 more times to see if I missed anything. That's, that's sort of what it felt like to me every time I got to work to develop your business more and more. When was it then that you decided that you might need more of that in your life or business? Mm, oh my gosh. When was it exactly? I'm losing track because there've been so many layers, but I remember there came a time where I was listening to you and what you were doing and talking about and how you were able to support other people where I thought, wait a minute, I think you're talking to me. You're talking about the things that I'm starting to observe. So in our journey together, I began to really start to pay attention to more of my own intuition. I realized I, realized I was an empath. I realized I was highly sensitive. And a lot of this comes from you because I was starting to understand how, like not to question that anymore, but I always was Candy. Like I was always that person that sensed and felt, I could feel people's emotions in a room. I always felt other people's energy. I remember a couple of years ago that I wasn't able to like look, like, and this is a terrible example, but if someone had an accident, I couldn't look because I would feel their pain. And I thought, I can't tell anybody this who would ever understand what like they're going to think I'm nuts. If I say that these are the things that I'm feeling, but what was happening is the more that we were working together, 
And the more that I was understanding my evolution, it was like, oh, okay, so I'm not odd. This just ex further explains me. So I started having these feelings about my business direction and things were starting to feel off at different times. And I knew I needed to make some pivots. And I can't remember exactly. Do you remember when it was? I kind of remember that something happened. I think everything's always pivotal around your live events, right? <laughs> I mean, that's how it is for all of us that have live events. There's always that thing that something happens. And I kind of feel like that's where you were at. Mm -hmm. Something happened. I don't remember the specifics. And I just remember uh, seeing your face uh, across from me. And I knew that it wasn't when, when Jeannie's face stops and because she's so fluid with speaking, you know, that something's the matter. And she always has a very pleasant look and, and it just broke my heart. I knew something was wrong and I knew she needed support and my heart just opened. And sometimes I think just with intuition, it, it's that moment where we open our heart and take that window of opportunity to deeply connect with somebody. And I don't even mm -hmm. think I ever even thought of you working with me. I, I felt like I was looking for a very uh, beginning type of entrepreneurs because I was new. Mm -hmm. I never in a million years would have thought, like Jeannie's a very high level person that performing business coach, she's been in business 10 years. She's very solid. Um, and I wasn't sure my skill set was strong enough at the time, but my heart was strong enough. And then everything kind of blended. You know what, Candy? I think it was happening over a period of time. That's why there's not like a definitive, okay, this needed to happen at this time. But what was happening was I was becoming more aware of what you were doing and how you were helping other people because I was supporting you in areas of your business. And I do think it was around an event, but it was also prior to an event because I was starting to recognize I don't necessarily want to be doing what I'm doing exactly anymore. Something felt off. And so I was starting to get more familiar with these feelings in my business of something is out of alignment. Something isn't quite right. And, uh, um, you know, then we started talking more about how you could support me through the next evolution of my business to make sure that things were sort of lining up to a level of my satisfaction to the people that I was going to be working with. And, and I think that the other pieces, and you know this because when you reach a certain level in business, it's, it's no longer about finding a client to work with you, which is what happens in the beginning. There's so much to learn and you're hoping someone's going to work with you. When you get to a certain stage of business, there's a lot at stake because there's pe how people perceive you. There's what will happen if the income goes away, if you make the wrong decision, if you, you, know, if, if you offer the wrong program. There's so many things that happen at another stage of business that it becomes a little bit more challenging, whereas in the beginning stage of business, it's, it's different. It's, it's very much, much mindset driven in the beginning, but then it becomes so tactical in combined with mindset. It's like this superpowers of, you need someone with superpowers to sort of help you through those moments. And that's, I think, where I was getting. So it wasn't like this exact moment, but it was getting to that point where I have a lot that I could lose if I don't make decisions that are in tune with the direction and the path feels right for me. And that's where I think it really just opened up for us that you needed to work with me, not just me work with you. It was... I need this support to be able to keep growing. Mm -hmm. So I love where you're at and I want to lean into that for a moment. And can you tell people specifically how you utilize my services? Because mm -hmm. I think that that would be helpful because it, it still seems etherical, I think sometimes to people. So mm -hmm. absolutely. So in a few ways, one way is uh, I well, I mean, we've, we've been working together for several years now. So I have the beauty of working with you at your highest level program. And so I have the support, not just for 
a session or reading, I have ongoing support, which is fabulous because I can reach out to you when I need sessions. And I do, we have something more regularly. So on the top, uh, on top of all of this, the way that I really work with you is you're providing guidance with me or for me and support for me as I'm making some big decisions. Um, and so when you're working with the records and you're working with my intuition and I'm working with my own intuition, you're helping me who I'm already starting, I'm already starting to see where something might not be in alignment. You're able to see what isn't in alignment and what is in alignment. You're able to work with my own energy and my own guides and my sort of my path to say, is this true or is this not true? Because there are times I can't see if it's true or not, because I think I'm still, I'm still awakening. I, I, I'm not, I can't say I'm no longer half a woo. I mean, you know that, but <laughs> on the scale of woo, where, I don't know where you think I am now. Where, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. Well, actually, We're, it'll be in my book. I'm going to have levels of woo. So. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's awesome. But where you, where you come in is you really help me to align to my intuition and my guidance to the whispers that are happening inside of me and validate them and guide me in ways that I can't sometimes do it myself. And you challenge me sometimes with some of the things that might come up where I'm like, oh, I didn't want to see this, but it's here. And I feel it. I see it now. And now I need to step in. So I don't know how to explain it other than you walk alongside of me what I know inside my head might need to be changed or changing. You help me with some of the blocks that come up. You help me with some of the barriers that are coming up. You help me clear some of those so I can step back into ease and flow um, in comfort for the next evolution of my own business and my journey here. So mm. I hope that helps. Oh, absolutely. I love that. And, and also it seems like when a, um, that was so beautiful. Thank you again. Thank you. Um, I also see when a client comes to see me, they kind of have their own agenda too. So yeah. they'll make a list of things that they're feeling some stuckness around you know how like when you go through your day and you get this done and this done, and then there's always that last thing that's sitting there, that thing that you don't want to do, or that thing that you don't know what to do with next. And so that's what, Gina you know, have a really big list of questions and we go, boom, boom, boom. We like really go through them and this serves you this way. This wouldn't serve you as well this way. Mm -hmm. And I think what it really does, um, you know, I've been able to watch Jeannie's business and be part of or watching her growth and evolution as she helps my growth and evolution and where she was and where I see her now is two different genies because I think of the guides um, helping her to see she, she was, would you say you were working too hard? And can you talk about that? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> and so that transition. <laughs> You know, part of the reason why I think I didn't have the, I brought so much corporate energy into my work initially. And when you first met me, I st still had a lot of that. You've said that to me before that um, my energy from my corporate life was still pretty present. And so part of why I don't think I was really at a point of like I was at that half woo stage was because I didn't, I, I shut so much of it off for such a long time because I was working from this masculine space in this grind for such a long time. That's all I knew. That's what I was good at. And I brought that same energy into my business initially. I, it's taken a long time to pull it apart. And I've repeated the same patterns several times as an entrepreneur and it hasn't served me. And so sometimes when we talk, when I'll come to you and I'll say, Candy, you know, some of the decisions that we need to make at this point feel so different for me because it's not what I'm used to, but I know I don't want that anymore. And that's the scary part. It's, it's like learning to work from a place of, of ease. It's learning to work from, from, from that space as opposed to the pushing space that I was in. 
So where I'm going is releasing a lot of that, um, releasing the grind, releasing the, the habits, releasing the, the struggle. Um, a lot of people who I work with have done that in corporate or in their jobs. Um, we as women, you know, you, you have a family too, Candy. And so we have had these, we've pushed, push, push, pushed for a, a long time. And so it's not necessarily natural or comfortable for us to lean back and say, well, this can be a lot easier because we're so used to that push. So what I'm really working with and have been for myself is this new rhythm of how to work from ease, flow, enjoy, grace, passion, and profitability. Like it's all, it can all happen. And I'm working with women to show them that that's possible too. That instead of grinding anymore, let's step into, let's take it to the next level of success without that masculine drive that we're used to. So you've been supporting me with years to get there and you're seeing that happening for me. And it is, it's all unfolding. That's most of my clients are asking me, how can I work in a different way that serves me versus push, push, push. Mm. And I love that. Oh, amen. And I think with everything that's happened recently in our world, I think, you know, I called it sit down um, in your timeout chair. I think when we were in our timeout chair, um, a big awakening happened in this yeah. planet. And I think more people are going to need coaches that serve them to take out their push um, and, and the hustle yes, and, and to transition into another level of consciousness in business. And I really think that's where both of our businesses are going to a next conscious level. And I think both of us are very needed. Me, the mindset healing um, part, and then you, the strategic, uh, like you said, um, everything was just put into encapsulated thoughts. You just pulled apart my business. It didn't matter if it was spiritual or not and just put it into your, um, she has many formulas, uh, templates. uh, I mean, she really makes it easy for a business owner to succeed. Um, even if they're starting, you know, really, I wasn't an entrepreneur before. I mean, I had a real estate business, but I didn't have to worry about marketing. I was an investor in real estate. So it's a whole different strategy. So I really needed to learn everything. And I think I'm doing pretty good from, you know, what you've, you know, what you've taught me. So, oh my gosh, you are. I mean, what, where you've come and what you're able to do and the impact that you're making And this is the piece that I've been really excited about for other women too, is, you know, there's a way to make more money without working so hard. And a lot of people will talk about that and say, oh, you know, you can work from wherever. But to be honest with you, Candy, I don't, I have seen a lot of people do that, but they're still working really, really hard, furiously. It's like, I think about Fred Flintstone, you know, on his like, you know, in his car and spinning his feet. I feel like that's what I was doing for such a long time. And many women do the same thing, right? We're all, and and we think we have to do that. We grind away, grind away for our business growth. But what about if we don't have to do that? What if instead, it can really be a simple business model, a business model that gives us the joy and love um, that we want to do the things that we want to do, that we don't if we have an idea, we don't have to work really, really hard to make it come true. There's ways in which it can happen. And that's what I've been seeing is releasing that grind for further growth in this beautiful, amazing space that is actually possible and it's not unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, I'm really in a different space than I was even six months ago before all of this happened. Mm-hmm. So I think many yeah. of us are getting to that. We're, you, we're waking. 
Yeah, you really were um, in a, a much different space. So from Jeannie's first event, uh, this last event was, I think, the third event that I got to see. So the first event, there were 88 people. And like she said, that she didn't know everybody there. But she kind of became a lot more intimate. Like she, she liked intimacy, um, like really getting to know the people, having a, a more intimate space of people, which she did. And it was more about, um, I don't want to say spiritual, but it seems like she started to attract more spiritual entrepreneurs at some point or people that are just heart centered, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, and because of herself and how she's presenting herself to the world. So that was before that was this past November. And so when you had your timeout chair, what have, I, I know you were talking a lot about that today, but what's one distinction that you said, oh, heck no, no more of this that you really let go of over this last um, three months? Well, I have to tell you one of the things, I don't know if you even remember this, because I know sometimes when you're doing a reading, it, you know, you're not able to, um, but one of the things that you did say to me was, um, make a list of things that are never, never again and, it, and, and burn it. And I did, I, I made a list. So things that I was doing, um, this goes back into the grind. So in order to keep the pace of my business a certain way, to keep the income that it was in to, to please everyone, which was a piece of it too, you know, I was working a lot of hours. I was working, many, many hours. And I was working weekends and I was working, um, I was pulling a lot of all-nighters at different times, especially when it came to a live event. And I've said, ever since I put that on that list that you said, put it on um, and burned it, I haven't, I, I go to sleep. I sleep really, really well. Um, I finish my day and I go for a walk every afternoon with my son um, because he's working from home now too. So our whole family's doing work from home. Um, we are committed to about three to five miles every day. And I, I don't go back on my computer except maybe if I do, it will go, it will be before eight o'clock and it'll be one or two quick things, but I'm not working. And that was a big thing to release. I'm, I feel so much lighter. It, I mean, not weight-wise, you know what I mean? But just energetically, I feel so much lighter. Well, you actually um, are lighter since there was, you worked on your health a lot. That was yeah. one of the things that you worked on is taking care of you first again. And, or I don't even know if that was something you, you really did push hard in life, like really hard. I, I don't know if you ever put yourself first before. I hate to say that, but um, I, I would guess it maybe not. Cause she's, I mean, even to this day as a coach, she rolls her sleeves up and we get at it. But she also says to you as a coach, Hey, I think we need to go sit by the water and do this work, you know, because you need a little grounding. And when Jeannie said that the first time, Miss Corporate said to me, you know what, you need to get grounded. I'm taking you to the water. And she totally grounded me. And I went, wow, that's, yeah. that's different. You know? Well, and, and this is thanks so to you. I mean, really one of the things that we've done over the last couple of years is uh, understand how I can best use my intuition. I know we're going to talk about that, how I'm using my intuition in my business, even as a strategist and coach, I'm so much more comfortable doing it and acknowledging that I'm doing it. I didn't know I was doing it. That's the thing until I started, or you would say, do you know, you just channeled that. I'm like, what do you mean by that? I don't know what you're talking about. And you'd say, the way you just operated or what just came from you, you just channeled that when you were coaching me or I saw you coaching somebody else. Um, and an example might be when I was doing signature talks, a lot for people, I can do a signature talk for anyone. I can create someone's signature talk. It doesn't matter who they are. And it just flows right through me. And I can come up with a five minute talk for someone and, and it's, it's easy. And you're like, do you know you're channeling that? I'm like, 
what? <laughs> I just thought it was easy. <laughs> so I love that you're, you've shown me, you've helped me acknowledge and recognize what is my intuition and how to use it better, even as a business coach, because it's helped me be even better at my skills in business. Well, thank you. Do you remember um, that this is in the same uh, grain of thought, going to my live event, mm -hmm. Awaken Your Intuition? Mm -hmm. tell, tell me what that was like for you, because I want to tell you something about Jeannie, too. It was, it was absolutely cool. So, Yeah. So what's funny about us is, um, you know, we weave back and forth. So um, I'm a client. She's a client. We take advantage of the opportunities to be at different, you know, events for each other and all of that, too. And so this was an opportunity, which I was really excited about, because, of course, I'm always looking for more access to Candy and what she provides. And so... Um, it was a one day event and I remember being excited to be able to have some more time and space to awaken some things that I was working on, like mentally starting to work on. And I remember that being just like a nice day for me to get grounded and think about how to access my own Akashic records. And I, at one point you did this exercise, which I know you're going to talk about. And I was thinking, wow, we're working on the exact same plane here. This is so cool how we're, how you're doing your work. I'm doing my work. And like this, was, there was this just energetic connection between how we were supporting. You were doing your work and giving insight. And I was observing and thinking strategically about how they could work with what you just given them. Am I, am I on target with this? Yeah. 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 So tell from your first perspective. So um, one of the things I decided to do is I can do, I don't know how I do it, but what I can do is I can open up everybody in the room's records at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so what it looks like visually for me is it's almost like everybody has a little golden thread. And then at the end, I release it. I ask for permission and then I, I go in and it's kind of like business hot seats. Somebody said, call them love seats. Hot seats aren't a good thing. <laughs> so then people would go around and we were looking at some of the blocks that they had that they were going to release. And so we went around the room and they kind of went back to an event that they thought they were going to need to release a block around in their business or in their life. But they also talked a little bit about what they were stuck on. So my instructions were to everybody in the room, as I go to everybody, I want you to intuit um, some of the answers to these questions because, you know, I was channeling the answers, but I wanted them to get a preframe of what it felt like to feel somebody else's energy that was giving permission for this exercise. And I, I'm channeling, so I'm half, you know, I'm in this world and in the room as well. And all of a sudden I realized Jeannie's to my right and she is writing up a storm. And I said, and everybody else was taking some notes, but like, she's like writing, you know, a book over there. And I said, are you okay over there, Jeannie? You said, I'm just doing what you said to do. Like, I'm just feeling into my intuition and, and then, you know, leaning into the business model. And she's like, writing books and uh, many of the For clients. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. Yes. I took your assignment seriously. I always do. Anything you tell me, burn that list, whatever it is. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> she's, my, she's my A plus student. Well, anyways, I, I, what I realized uh, kind of in that moment, I always knew Jeannie was intuitive, but uh, what I realized in that moment was she is so strong with her intuition as an empath. And you know, the one thing I always want to say to each and every one of you as a listener, if I say, oh, I see that, and you think, oh, I'll never see that, You're, you might be right. But here's the thing, you have another, another sensory. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, all the clairs, which we'll talk about another time, but you have that. And I think it doesn't matter which one you have, as long as you use it well. You know, and I think in that moment, Jeannie was lit up like a firecracker. You know, I think that was, to me, I, I do believe that was for you a pivotal moment in seeing how to use intuition strategically in business because she was strategic before and she kind of, kind of knew things, but now she was able to access it intentionally 
and focus it in to use it for whatever her task was at hand. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. And one, one of the things that I started to realize was from that time, I started to realize how do I operate better intuitively, strategically intuitively, um, because like that was such an open time. Like we were, I was so open. I was really, I, there was nothing cluttering my space or my mind. It was like everything could just flow. So it was easy for me to, to find, because I was focused on whoever was speaking. And I was, I was just really feeling what was best for them and seeing what I know strategically could happen. I'm not, I can't see things at all. I can definitely feel things, but I could sort of in my mind, I could see what could be happening business-wise for them, mm -hmm. but I could feel energetically what should be happening and what their next moves would be. And since that time, what I've realized is I do some of my best coaching when I'm when I'm standing, when I'm walking, like I'm moving around and it's it, I like, it's like, okay, I got the energy going. And then I'm like, like, sometimes I'll tell people like, I'll even have to be on zoom and I'll have to do it sometimes. I'm like, I have to walk this camera around because I need to get into that space to be able to really intuitively find out strategically what's the next best thing for you. I used to hold back though, Candy. And before that, I used to not tell people what I, not all the time, but many times I'd be like, should I even say what I'm thinking? Now it just comes out. I'm like, this is what you really need to be doing. And it, and I don't, it's not coming from a headspace. It's coming from this intuitive space. Mm -hmm. I feel so much stronger in that. Well, you are. I mean, um, the other day, so Jeannie and I both have access to each other through, I call it spiritual concierge, meaning it's Voxer. <laughs> so, um, we both have access to each other that way. So if, um, when I'm working with somebody, especially somebody who has a high end business and, uh, we're lamenting over a couple different options or we're trying to get her next level of insight, I kind of, uh, naturally stay with that thought. And that's why I only take a certain amount of private clients. So usually when I'm in the shower, I'll get a huge insight. And can I tell them who I sometimes get an insight from? Yeah. Or is that oh, yeah. Too? Sure. So um, Jeannie had this really, awesome and still has this awesome uncle spiritually, um, uncle John and uncle John has been such a great business mentor to her. And I don't remember how he popped into the readings. Like, I don't remember how he start coming, but, uh, when Jeannie needs help, he is very strongly there and her grandmother also supports, but she doesn't like to be as vocal. Um, but because you know, her uncle has a huge presence. So <laughs> tell us about that a little bit. Now we're going, what, we're going what are we doing? Direction. Yeah. We're going totally woo. <laughs> totally woo. Yeah. So I remember when, actually it was, um, my uncle was passing and, um, and he did pass away. And I remember you were very much involved in some of the like that's a whole separate conversation, but you were very much involved in supporting me through that time when he was transitioning and, um, and when he passed. And ever since that time, um, I remember seeing uh, or hearing, so there's a special song that was played at his funeral. And every time I'd hear that song, I would say, oh, well, there he is again. And, you know, we always sort of, Family-wise, we always talk about it, but every time I would hear that song, it was like, wow, he's there. I feel this presence again. And this has been going on now almost two years. And you've also, you know, you're, you know of the song now. You're, you're aware of the pre his presence. Um, and what it's done is it's, um, it was very hard for me in the beginning because I could, you know, in the in the space that when he was alive, I remember being able to talk to him and ask him questions. And now I feel like I'm in a different space where I can connect with him and chat like in these conversations where I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> We're having this conversation about this. I feel so much stronger in, in his, um, 
guidance, I guess is the best way I can say mm-hmm. it. It's like, it didn't change. I still know it and it's sort of validating some of the direction that I go in now. Um, yeah, he was always very strong business wise and made really good strategic decisions. And so I would often ask him questions, you know, when he was alive. So it's just nice to now have a different way of being able to be like, yeah, we have this kind of connection that I still can get validation in some of the directions that I need. Mm, that's so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, Jeannie's not the only person that that happens to. I never know who's gonna, who has a guide and sometimes a guide from their past will come through. Um, I would say almost every one of my private clients has somebody now that I'm thinking, I never really thought about it. Um, they have somebody that comes through that's very special to them and it just naturally happens. So it's kind of a cool part of working together, I think. And, um, the other part I wanted to say is Jeannie Voxers me the other day. I was struggling with my business. I, I didn't, I was going in two or three different directions and uh, I just, I couldn't get myself there. And she tried to get me there and she's a great coach, but I just couldn't get myself there. Like I couldn't wrap my head around it. And so the other day she channeled, she, uh, she boxers me. <laughs> she says, do you remember what you said? I did. Yeah. What you needed to be doing for an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and she said, I, I, I downloaded, like she'll get downloads, like mental downloads. Mm-hmm. I truly believe it takes such small, tiny direction to get people using their intuition in business. I think people are just afraid of it or don't quite understand it. But when somebody holds your hand through the process of, oh, you mean that's a channel or that's a download or that's an insight or my uncle can yeah. still talk to me. And he was my bi- biggest business advocate and confidant. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. And yes. Like that's why I have this podcast. The intuitive business podcast is for this reason. I believe intuition is our next step as business entrepreneurs that have a mission and want to get it out there faster. Why not do it with ease and flow than that hard, harsh feeling of heaviness? It's, it's unnecessary. It's just a old pattern that no longer serves you. I, I actually want to add two things to this because in the beginning, I wasn't aware of what it was until you, and you started helping me with it, which was this awareness, which I loved. It was like, you sort of were the one that was allowing, you were giving me the insight, but then it's become this space of validating what I was starting to see as insight and that I was getting stronger in using it and accessing my intuition. And through the comfort and trust of working together, it's become oh, thanks, Candy. Like in the beginning, I was like, should I be using this? Is this right? Does this make sense? No, you do it for me. Like that's how it felt. And now it's like, oh, I, I, even though like we trust each other very much, I now know I can use this gift uh, that I've developed because of our work together even further. It was always there, but I just didn't know how to use it. I can confidently use it and feel good about it and that I don't hold back anymore, which is a big difference between before it was like, should I ride my bike, right? <laughs> should I take the training <laughs> wheels off? Um, what will happen if someone sees me and this doesn't work? Now it's like, I just do it and I offer it and I tell people and if people don't want to listen to what I have to say, okay, but I'm telling you what I think really needs to happen. And it's just such a nice space to be that we've developed me to a level that I feel comfortable now using this skill. (laughs) Excellent. Is there anything else that you can think of that I forgot or that you wanted to say at this point? So should we talk about the levels of woo and how far I am now? (laughs) So I'm not half a woo anymore, right? I'm pretty close to totally woo. (laughs) If not, I'm totally woo, right? If you believe that if you're using the advice of your um, beloved uncle in your business and you're channeling and downloading, you are officially totally woo. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's like I've made it to a whole new level. (laughs) I love it. That's excellent. Do you want to state to the world... um, 
your uh, next iteration of you. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Thank you. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. So the next piece of me in what I'm doing is, and if anyone's interested in learning more about me, I'm, I'm at geniespyro.com. The next pay, uh, stage that I'm going through is supporting women who are going through their own personal evolution of um, sort of unwinding some of what they've created so that they're, they're stepping into a new business or a business that allows them to work from a very heart-centered, um, spacious space and as opposed to a very masculine driven space. And so I'm working with women who have reached a level of success. Doesn't matter what level it is. Um, or they've recognized that getting to a certain stage in business has been so hard and they no longer want to work that hard. Um, so it could be a financial level or it could be a recognition of I've worked for a very, very long time to try to achieve this. And why am I spinning my wheels? and it's not working. So I'm helping get clarity around that, unraveling some of the habits that might've been created and also recreated from a new space of um, joy and ease, um, but strategically doing it to create a business that they actually really love. So yeah, that's the next phase. <laughs> oh, maybe that's called Woo Amplify. Hmm. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> oh, Jeannie, I just, I so love you. I really do. Mm -hmm. We really have more than um, a coaching relationship. It's more than a Jerry Maguire relationship. It's, I never expected to, um, to just have this type of relationship with Jeannie and boy, this business is very precious to me, mine, and I know hers is too. And to be able to have entrusted hands in your business is, it's priceless. So um, check out geniespyro.com because I know that she can get you to the next level of, of you and I can get you to the next level of woo. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Candy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.